Are you ready to enter the enigmatic world of artificial intelligence, revealing its game-changing impact and the evolving fusion of virtual realms? If you are, buckle up. It's time to experience gaming like never before. Prepare for a thrilling journey as we explore how AI revolutionizes gaming, pushing boundaries and merging realities. Join us now in episode 2313, when your hosts Bill and Sean Johnston will answer the commonly asked question, how is AI being used in gaming? On the CG Pro, CG and Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. If you're a returning fan to our podcast, it's really great to see you again. And if you're new to the podcast, it's great to have you here. Welcome. In today's episode of the CG Insider Podcast, Sean and I will be providing another answer to another great question submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. Uh, this time, our question is from Julius P. from New York, and Julian asks the bros, how is AI being used in gaming? My name is Bill Johnston, and I'm a veteran in the gaming world, specializing in 3D animation and digital VFX for more than 20 years now, and it just keeps getting better and better. And I'm his brother, Sean, uh, also a professional in the CGI industry as, uh, in gaming um, with over 28 years of experience, and today I'm full-time uh, animation director, and we're grateful to be your host for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. By the end of our discussion today, you'll not only know uh, why artificial intelligence has been a hot topic in the world of gaming, especially in the last couple of years. And uh, from game design to development to game playing and strategy, uh, AI has become a game changer in the world of gaming. Uh, also be sure to stay until the end of the podcast because we'll be sharing some insights we've uh, gained on some of our investigations uh, and what the future holds for AI and gaming. Great question, right? Yeah, great. thanks Julius for your question. Appreciate it. Um, so, Sean, AI uh, in gaming. Uh, well, why don't we just start off with just kind of talking a little bit about like, what's been going on with AI recently and, and some of the, We're some of the things that... <laughs> yeah, the, the world is over. Exactly. We're all going to die. Uh, well, well, you know, hey, I, to be honest, ahead. I was just reading something and, it, and hopefully I can discuss it at the end of this thing. But um, I, I kind of, when, in our discussions... Uh, not in the podcast uh, arena, but uh, when we're talking our day to day, sometimes uh, you've you've voiced some concern with some of the stuff that's uh, the speed at which uh, AI is in increasing. Um, I wouldn't say so much in the graphics arena, but in 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 general around the world. And I've been reading a little bit too. Um, I'm kind of getting a little freaked out a little bit, but uh, we won't get into that too much. But Hey, regardless of the way it's, it's uh, our feelings, it's, it's going to be a huge lucrative market. Uh, and it already is exploding like crazy. I mean, oh gosh, over the what, last six months to a year, I, you hear it everywhere. It's, it's prolific. Every, everything is, is AI, it seems like. Um, and I know that yeah, they, chat, they, chat GPT and yep. Journey and uh, all the others. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're, they're popping seeing, up everywhere. Exactly. Right? They're popping up like uh, daisies. They, they right, right. And, and they're, they're, I mean, literally, they're saying the, the market value of that by 2026 is around $314 billion. So people are going to be chasing those dollars, even though you've got some of them going, wait, 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 wait six months, wait. You know, you've got, you've got all this, imp uh, this pressure for competitive uh, edge on everybody else. So I don't know if anybody's going to really wait uh, as far as the, the other things that we talked about, like the chat GPT and, and then having it actually scan the Internet and do all that kind of stuff. But anyway, go ahead. Well, no, I agree with you. I think I think AI is 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 a force to be. I mean, we can't take it lightly. It's it's a game changer, like you said, and uh, it's going to change the world as we know it. I mean, look at these images that AI is is generating. This is an AI generated image of, of an owl, and 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 
here's Beautiful. a couple others. Uh, just some amazing. Uh, where, look at this thing. Hyper realistic stuff. I, I just and this this is not even real, Sean. That's that's the amazing thing about it. And as far as gaming goes, I mean, it's 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 basically sliding into every aspect of of digital art creation uh, in a big way. And that's that's got some some really interesting uh, implications that that we'll touch on uh, today as well. I agree. The if if you go back to the very beginning, I mean, AI has been around for a while, but in gaming, at least in my experience, broadly uh, the broad sense of AI. Uh, initially, very, very uh, simple AI. Uh, a lot of times, uh, and, and, and I like to, in my own mind, I was going, okay, there's algorithms that, that um, the engineers that I've worked with on video games are, are using, and then there's AI. So they, they program usually uh, NPCs in a lot of the games I've worked on where they, the, whole, the whole goal, obviously, of the art, artificial intelligence in gaming is to improve you know, playing the player's uh, experience right in, in the game world and to suspend that disbelief of not actually, not really being in, in a real world, but it's, it's a real world to you. Um, and I believe that obviously players over time are demanding more and more immersive game experiences. So whether you're on the more mobile or you're wearing a VR you know, wearable device uh, uh, headset, uh, you're just gonna, you're gonna see that increase over time. But to go back to my initial uh, algorithm thing, um, which is basically mathematical formula, a lot of the programmers I would work with would use just triggers. Basically, hey, here's a preset recipe that executes a set of instructions for the NPC. Um, and a lot of times, uh, just recently, in fact, um, they uh, they sense you. You know, you're you're in the game, and they're they're sensing. They know where you are, but they're actually not supposed to engage in you until you get to a certain um, uh, closeness to them. And that's that's all set as a trigger. And so uh, AI, for example, on the other side of that would basically, uh, where an algorithm defines a process of decision-making, AI uses that tr uh, training data to make decisions. So AI can basically, for example, uh, you could train AI to drive a car by collecting data, uh, you know, driving thousands and thousands of hours. Uh, with AI, you wouldn't have to tell a computer what to do. It, it basically uh, would determine the action based on uh, what people would usually do based on that training. Yes, and the, and the concept of AI, Sean, is is not a new one, really. It's 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 been around since the '50s, at least. And but it wasn't, you know, until the '80s, really, that that AI started making its way into the gaming industry as a whole. Um, I think it, it sneaked into games such as Pac-Man and Space Invaders, uh, but in very simple ways, of course. Yeah, and those are uh, patterns, very basic, basically, um, that simulating that arbitrary uh, enemy movement. That's a yeah, it was, and, it, and it was a step actually in the direction that's uh, that's got us to where we are today. Uh, with these more advanced AI uh, gaming tools, and what's kind of kind of scary, and just just to say this, I mean, it, just to go back a little bit, I mean, even to 1979, um, I guess uh, Luigi Villa, um, he was the it was the first time a computer competed uh, against a world champion in backgammon in 1979, and uh, that actually he, he um, <laughs> it was de defeated him, so uh, it very very uh, strongly it defeated him, and of course. In chess, um, the Deep Blue defeated uh, Gary Kasparov in 1997 in a chess match, and now they're beating. You can't beat the. You just can't beat them. So, no, and I, I think AI even even did, even killed the game Go. Uh, yes, which is, a, is a just intensely difficult marble game. <laughs> yes, and and in in 2017, uh, an AI dubbed uh, Libratus, I guess. Uh, 
was able to defeat our uh, uh, four professional poker players at the same time in a no-limit Texas Hold'em poker game. So those things are kind of getting a little scary, right? Yeah, yeah. And as, as the technology, especially as it continues to advance, um, and, and it's just going to be used more and more in games because of the, of the you know, efficient, you know, uh, the scalability of it and the, the, the accuracy of it. I mean, it, the labor saving, the efficiency of it. Uh, it's just such an efficient architecture uh, for gaming in particular, as well as other things. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it's gotten, you know, I mean, have you look at a, Warcraft and Age of Empires. Um, those were games that really required a little bit more advanced AI, like you said, uh, for pathfinding and stuff like that. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really just really, ju- I mean, from my opinion, it's really just getting started. We're just in the introductory stages of, of what AI is really going to be capable of, of, of showing us. Yes, and for people who don't really know what, what's pathfinding in video games, it's basically, it's programming that basically tells your AI control non-player character or NPC where it can and can't go. And so there's, there, I won't go into all the, the pathfinding um, engineering terms that they use, but there's a lot of different strategies, or I should say the way that they program them to do pathfinding. Um, it's super complicated um, it's, uh, you know, it's all zeros and ones to me. So it's, it's kind of crazy, but they, those guys are geniuses. And, and, uh, the other thing is, you know, finite state machines, uh, animations, basically of behaviors that they do, you know, go, you know, when something, somebody, a character or a player comes to a certain, uh, you know, vicinity around you, then execute these various animations, you know, attack or throw something at the character or, or the player or engage somehow, or shoot them, or whatever. Those are the things that uh, are basically that we we've experienced. In fact, when I was playing Counter Strike a while back, when it first came out, as and in, in Doom and Quake and all those, uh, in, before I wanted to actually play other players, and I didn't feel I was good enough, I wanted to. They started introducing bots where you they would basically emulate uh, players and what they would do, and you'd play. You'd, you'd basically go around and fight them before I felt, can, you, know, uh, you know, I had enough confidence where I could actually go against a real player. Those are the things I've experienced as far as in the gaming arena. But today, wow, it's, 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 it's much, much, it's not as simplistic as this anymore. It's where they're doing these, they're training and they're, they're making different, different decisions and based on what you do. In fact, let's just go into, you want to go into what's going on today? Sure. Yeah, I think... Uh yeah, I think uh, AI is being used. Well, primarily AI is being used for for, for NPCs mostly uh, right now, but that's 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 starting to change. Um, and, and just in case you don't know what an NPC is, it's non non playable characters in your game. So they're just kind of and we even call them AI. You know, AI characters uh, because they kind of are autonomous and they do their own thing. Um, you know, from you know your enemies that are attacking you, those are all NPCs. Um, that, that, that are not you can't control them basically they're they're controlled by the AI um, and so yeah that's that's the primary uh, way they're used uh, right now but there are some really great advancements being being uh, introduced as well I mean from you know, procedural modeling to procedural anime it's all procedural you know Sean it's all tra- based on a data set that the AI is trained on so it's not like you you, you don't even have to set a single keyframe to, to animate uh, you know you don't even have to set a single vertex to model it, it's it's really a paradigm shift. I mean, right. for, you know, we've been in it for a long time. I mean, we started out modeling, and and you know how how how. Oh, uh, well, it's time consuming. 
Yes, how, how exactly, exactly how, how how much time it takes to develop those those uh, models and to to animate and to set keyframes and to to create shaders and to do all those things. I mean, we're at a point now where it's it's going to take less and less human hands to generate these assets. Yeah, on the asset creation standpoint. Yeah, and you can show some of that stuff in a second, but before you go into that, a lot of it's also used for heat map generation where you're actually using artificial intelligence to determine where where are these players going? Where are those choke points? Um, it performs this, this, this data mining on the player's behavior and basically helps designers design uh, better levels uh, and you know what people played the most. And so a lot of that, I think, uh, for the future at least, and uh, is going to be where, based on what the player is doing, it, it can in real time change um, either the NPC's behavior and how they're dealing with you. I mean... For example, this is crazy. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. I saw this clip. Don't tell me. I don't know if it's true or not, but check this out. This, this NPC was uh, in this, 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 uh, this particular scene. He's actually dumping um, one of the players in, or <laughs> another NPC into the water to get rid of the body. But he doesn't do it correctly, and it actually ends up on the end of the pier. And he actually learns from it, does it again, grabs the body, and throws it back into the water on the other side. Um, some, some people have said, Hey, that's, that's their attention to detail. And I guess the NPCs in that game are just incredible. I mean, even to the point where if you have blood stains on your, on your clothes, based on what you've done and how you've acted, you know, dealing with other NPCs, um, and whether you're, you know, type of clothes you're wearing or, or hat, um, your decisions, because there's so many, it, it just basically changes the arc of the story in Red Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, I think what you're talking about is called predictive analysis. Um, yeah, and that 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 does sounds it, like a big be, word. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a kind of <laughs> fancy word for, but it so basically it analyzes the player's behavior and then predicts what the player is likely to do next, and then alters the game or you know augments the game depending on you know where you're what you're doing. Uh, Could to, be player to, experience modeling too, where the AI figures out your emotional state of the player and then tailors the game according to that. Yeah, that that could be it as well. Yeah, and that, that's laying the groundwork for personalized content and, and personalized recommendations for the players as well, uh, which goes to making the game more engaging and enjoyable for, for the players. Um, you know, we didn't talk about how, how, you know, it can even judge, it can, it can analyze your playing tactics. It can see if you're a, you know, if you're a hodler or you're a, you'll, you like to hide and snipe and, or if you're a, you know, you're Camper? a running gunner. Uh, mm -hmm. What's that? You, if you're camping? Yeah, exactly, yep. and and it can it can it can change the game. It can it can make it more difficult for you. It can it can make it you know, pro, it, just really, uh, just in real time too. That's the amazing thing. It's all it's all done on the fly, right? Uh, I think one of the most uh, mm -hmm. is cheating. Um, they call it cheating, but it's it's the most common type of cheating by is used by NPCs where uh, the NPC uh, makes use of your information about the player in that situation and. For example, if you're in combat or something, um, it'll, it'll actually speed itself up to try and catch up to you. Uh, you don't know it's imperceptible, but it's actually, uh, you know, in order to, to, to catch you, to give you that um, kind of uh, intense pressure. Um, and so it, it actually is, is done uh, on purpose in a lot of ways. So that, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and there's also natural language processing called NLP, uh, which basically is the use of AI to understand and analyze human language, real similar to ChatGPT. And can you imagine, Sean, if when ChatGPT gets into a game, or yeah, uh, an NPC, 
Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you're, gonna you're gonna be you're gonna talk to you're gonna be talking to these people through your microphone, and the NPCs are gonna be responding back to you just like regular people. It's gonna be insane. Right. Hopefully, um, you know, you ask it questions that are that are not, uh, you know, it's, they're they're not concerned with the game itself or what it's it's supposed to be acting like, right? Um, like Yul Brenner, uh, in, you know, uh, remember that? Like yeah. Westworld. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Well, there's also. Um, Better game balancing. Uh, that's another thing that AI can be used to. It basically analyze the game data and provide feedback to the game developers based on how to balance the game for better gameplay. That's something that's really a challenge for game designers to accomplish, um, balancing the levels and making sure that action and, you know, that it follows a theme and follows the story arcs and, and, and everything, you know, kind of, kind of uh, complements each other and, and make sure the game is fair as well and enjoyable for all the players where you said, like you said, uh, you know, people can't, can't really cheat yes and saves cost and time basically you know game requires a lot of time and money invested into it and uh, you're not necessarily sure how well it's gonna the market's gonna accept it ai can help dramatically reduce that time taken to build that game or prototype for that game uh, and that will save a lot of resources money and and uh, time spent on developing that game Uh, especially uh, also making it uh, easier for the user to play a lot of times ai and video games uh, will make it uh, make it more intuitive a lot of times. It'll, you'll, you'll get a lot of data experience or uh, user usability experience from, from players or people testing the game. Um, and running AI on that as well can, can help uh, the difficulty level because you don't want to be rage quitting a game and where it's just too hard. Um, yeah. And, and those kind of things. And then, of course, eliminates predictability of, of the game as well. If you can get these, these things to be unpredictable, uh, as in real life, that would be even better. Yes, and the way and the way that these things could could be personalized, Sean, to you and to your to your desires, your your style. You know, you, you it can have the you know the music you like. It could the 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 graphics could 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 be customized to your. You know, you could go through and set all these things up before you even play the game, um, or just basically speak in. You could basically tell it what game you want to play and and where that you know what level you want to play in, and it will it could create that level. That's kind of in the future, of course, but but we're. We're really making some headway in that in that area. Well, and here's well, a, here's an example. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you show. Well, I was to say here's a, here's a here's a great example of of, of uh, well being able to to uh, in real time. Um, you know, here's here's a physics based uh, thing. This is from um, Unreal, and uh, they uh, created this Rivian. Uh, yes, that's a, uh, exactly that's the that's the model anyway, um, and that was do, that was uh, donated by the company so just for this video. But this is unreal. It actually will show you how they've set up this vehicle, that, and this is all real time AI generated. See how the, the, the physics of it? It's driving over the terrain. The rocks are flipping. The dust is popping up. There's dust coming from the tires. You see the tires deforming. Uh, the, the the vegetation is deforming. Uh, it's it's just an incredible look at the physics of the car. It's it's. It's actually got shock absorbers, and it's quite realistic. And um, this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as what AI can contribute as far as the realism goes. And when it can can, can do physics like this in real time, and uh, it's just it's just a game changer. And, of course, here is a, a picture of the, the geometry. It's millions and millions of polygons. But the system has got a AI algorithm that can handle not just the physical geometry, but the interaction, the physical interactions of that geometry on other other objects in the scene. 
Yes, and, and there's a, this is an example of a GTA 5 enhancing photorealistic, uh, photorealism enhancement. So basically, it, it, you're running the engine of the game, and then you're, you're training it with real data from scenes from, for example, I think in this one they used uh, somewhere in, in Brazil or a city in Brazil and trained it on real data uh, from the city. And then, and then re it basically uh, replaced all the synthetic game generated uh, buildings and cars and, and sky in fact the trees on the on the the background there on the hill and made it more photorealistic um, and so this is training to make things look more and more real and it, it's cra crazy how they use just a cityscape data set to do this um, they're, they're doing a lot also with um, uh, games now where they're training to in order to get um, faster frame rates um, Nvidia has got a thing called XESS uh, AI and it's basically using a a lower resolution image and then it's using a super high res sampled image and comparing those two and basically it's doing this learned weight and training calculating the arrows between the two and instead of having to have the the actual card render all the the ray traces the lighting the shadows the the physics all that stuff it's basically compressing all that down into a, a neural network that it's been trained on and it can render at a higher resolution the images at a much higher frame rate. And so those are being built into the Intel graphics cards now. And uh, it's, uh, it's training on stylized video games, regular video games, first person, all of these things. So it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, stuff. and the enhanced level of graphics. I mean, Sean, the, de the detail and the level of realism in these AI-generated uh, graphics are... are, are are, are much higher than you could get with, you know, traditional graphics, really. Uh, right, and they're and they're they're going, they're, they're the frame rates are going like double, triple, much, 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 much faster. So yeah, and with and you don't have to, you don't even have to, you know, bake lighting, and you could actually do AI in real time. You can create textures in real time. You can light the lighting effects can be in real time. You know, backgrounds are generated in real time. Um, it's just you know, Sean. The I'm so impressed. I'm so you know, and I'm scared too. By the you know, by the by the same way, it's it's kind of terrifying to see that this technology really, Sean, well, is replace is re, has replaced everything that you and I have learned to do up almost until now. Honestly, um, you, you know, we're you know, not to delve too too much into the darker side, which I I feel we're headed into to, to to the darker realm. Uh, of course, there's gonna be some sweet bright spots but i think generally um this ai is capable of replacing 80 percent of digital artists I, I i know there's arguments about it uh which say that oh you know we'll all be poets and we'll all be songwriters and creators but you know honestly ai the, what it seems to be one of the biggest strengths of ai is an art generation and so that's going to be a, a quandary for for artists out there I, i'm just being honest with you no, I think it definitely will, will be. I think it's going to be used as a tool. Um, yeah, I think probably it'll it'll, it'll eliminate some some uh, uh, positions and things like that and tighten those things up. Um, and but then again, look look at this 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 and, and to, to go you know go a little dark just a little bit. Uh, Radiant AI was supposed to be a game changer, and uh, Bethesda Softworks actually was coming out in the early two thousands. Um, and you know they're famous for Fallout and Elder Scrolls uh, the series, but. Uh, they they uh, they use this uh, radiant uh, radiant AI and um, let me read this to you. Um, it it's um, it basically um, uh, characters would not have scripted routines, uh, places to be, or sleeping patterns. Instead, they would have a set of general goals, 
and they'd have to work it all out for themselves from there. Dynamic conversations based on players' actions or current events in the game were also included. Over a thousand NPCs were added to the game, all of which ran on the Radiant AI system. Um, but what happened was um, the, uh, the, <laughs> the NPCs took things too far in the games and basically uh, they created a world where the NPCs' sole existence was achieving their daily goals through whatever means was available to them. And so <laughs> anyone who played Moral Mind, Skyrim, Oblivion or any other Bethesda, Bethesda game will know that the worlds they create aren't stuff with moral people. There are bandits and con men and murderers and thieves and drug addicts and all that. Well, what happened was the Radiant AI actually had to be nerfed um, because the developers d discovered it led to a lot of deaths. NPCs were actually killing other NPCs for drugs, money, and items they wanted. Um, so sometimes it's uh, a good character would find it uh, you know, dubious, uh, one stealing from them and proceeding to beat them to death in short. So... Um, yeah, and that's an example of, of unrestrained of, AI. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and the other exactly, and the, the, the other problem with that uh, is uh, what happens. Well, who takes responsibility for that? Um, you know, especially when the AI say does disturbing things, or like you said, it's already like in that case, uh, or, or it creates the wrong AI generated content for some. It doesn't reason. have any morals. Uh, it's goal oriented. It's going to do yeah. the best it can to get to that goal. So whatever it's going to do to do that, you know, it doesn't think. No moral That's boundaries. But well, I'll tell you, it's 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 having an immense uh, potential anyway for for creating content for the video games and and beyond that, um, it 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 just it's, it's reducing this the time it takes and that's the other thing, Sean, is you're going to be able to on the fly create game levels on the fly. Well, here's animation. This is kind of something that's scaring me is just a little bit of the animation where you're data training all these these motion captures of of turning left and and stopping and moving. Um, now this particular Sebastian Stark used to work for EA. Um, he's a PhD, brilliant guy, working on on making the the transitions between movement in video games faster and look more realistic, as opposed to sliding feet. Uh, they're all um, they're locked to the ground. Whether it's quadrupeds uh, for dogs, animals, just just in general, and then also bipedal characters. Uh, it, it this is a, it's a game changer. This, this technology for uh, training how to, to blend between. Um, uh, states of animations turning and jumping and all that kind of stuff and so th that's where you're going to see a lot of the in the future there's a lot of this stuff just just looking so much better especially like fifa and uh, madden and stuff like that there's a whole uh i mean we're gonna have to do another podcast on this sean there's, Too much. there's so much there's so much going on in this area right now which is which takes, it's, it's just too much to cover. Uh, and uh, so we'll, we'll be doing another podcast on this. Uh, but uh, it looks like we're kind of running out of time. Uh, we hit uh, that edge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'd like to thank you for being part of our podcast today. And we really had a great time answering Julius's question, at least partially, how is uh, AI being used in gaming? Uh, we'll do a part two on this one. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our discussion, that you learned something that you didn't know along the way as well, because we believe it's really important to learn at least one thing new every week. you got to keep progressing, can't, can't stagnate. And if you did learn something, please do us a small favor and share it with some of your friends, because uh, word of mouth is still the best kind of advertising. Uh, also, hit that like button, too, because it helps YouTube's algorithm find other smart folks like you who are interested in AI and CGI and VFX-related stuff that we talk about here on the CG Insider podcast. Uh, by the way, if uh, we, we want to let you know that we do these podcasts exclusively for you, and uh, if you've got us a subject that you'd like us to discuss, 
We'd like to know about it. So you can let us know about it by shooting to our website, just like Julius did at thecgpros.com and up to the About Us tab and click on the Ask Us Anything button and shoot it up there. We're always looking to improve our podcast and to make them more interesting and useful to you. So we need your input. Leave us a comment below. And if you do, uh, no guarantees. There's a good chance we'll read it during one of our future podcasts. I mention you by name. Uh, we bring you a new cutting-edge edition of the CG Insider right here every week where we discuss everything having to do with computer graphics, CGI, animation, digital VFX, and other cool and interesting topics. Uh, oh, yeah, and you can find our uh, audio versions of this podcast on all major audio podcast platforms as well. If you haven't checked out the CG Bros YouTube channel, don't wait anymore. Uh, check it out. Get your front row seat for some amazing CGI short film entertainment created by some of the most talented new media producers and VFX studios out there today. You'll also find some amazing, cool VFX breakdowns and behind the scenes and making of as well. Yeah, and the rest of our uh, podcasts, too. Uh, That's right. We're looking, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you here again for next week's podcast, uh, where we'll be answering another great fan question. How are video games and movie making merging? That's, that's kind of a... No. Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you here next time. Bye-bye. Well, that does it for today. We sure hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, how is AI being used in gaming? Thanks for being with us. Did you enjoy the show? We'd love to hear from you. Click the super thanks button on YouTube to show your support. Your tip helps us obtain more high quality content for you to enjoy. And leave a comment and thumbs up for a chance to be mentioned in a future podcast. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free and ring the bell for instant notification when new episodes are posted. Share our videos with your friends on social media and follow us for all the latest news and projects. Want to listen to the audio-only version of the podcast? You can find us on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. And here's a free bonus. If you'd like even more insider information delivered right to your inbox, become a CG Insider by subscribing to our free CG Insider monthly newsletter. Go to our website, cgbros.com, and sign up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure to join us for the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, how is AI helping indie filmmakers? We can't wait to see you there. This has been episode 2313 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Thanks again for watching. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>